Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. During this difficult time, we here at the Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast wanted to reach out and let you know we're monitoring the coronavirus situation closely. We understand that this has already been a very disruptive time and this health situation may have your wedding planning up in the air. Now might be a good time to contact your individual wedding vendors. They, as part of the small business community, will help you during these difficult and complex times. Rest assured, we are here. If you have any questions, contact us at engagect at gmail.com. While you're safe at home, remember, you can listen to past episodes of the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast on Apple Podcast and Google Play. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to another episode of Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. I am not Kia, but she is here. I am here. And we have a special guest. <laughs> yes, we do. DJ Sam here. And our special guest is, introduce yourself, Karen. Karen Thomas, Certified Etiquette Educator. She Woo-hoo. does that so well. She does. It's <laughs> like she's practiced. <laughs> I, I did. I guess I should take my feet off the table now. Probably. That, uh, I'm going to take my elbows off the table, too. Yeah, and straighten your tie. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about you, because obviously, I think this is stuff that people need to know. Okay, fabulous. Well, uh, let's see. 18 years ago, in 2001, I got a phone call from a girlfriend of mine when my kids were little saying, you need to teach manners and etiquette. I love the way your son answers the phone, blah, 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 this and that. And I thought, yeah, okay. I was, at the time, in the family garbage business, so went from garbage. (laughs) Yes, everyone, it always gets a laugh. So we were in the garbage business and I said, all right. So I I did some exploring, went to California, became certified as an etiquette educator um, for children, adults, business. So I took that back and started teaching classes, doing speaking, found that I really wasn't into, I have three kids, so Mm -hmm. I preface it with, it's just that that was not my forte, my niche. So I switched over about 10, 12 years ago to nothing thing but um, adult etiquette for businesses, colleges, and you know, things like that and wedding etiquette. So therefore, um, it's been a fabulous ride. I love what I do. And it just, it's just fun because it's different. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's and different. And it's useful. And well, I think as we get more and more into um, a more social society that it's needed. But again, I often run into a lot of people who look at me and they will come right to my face, Kia, and say, <laughs> I don't need you. I have manners. And yeah. those are the ones that need it the most. I think <laughs> that, is, I that, that? Is, that isn't having manners if you're like, hi, I have manners. Well, exactly. If It's kind of like the saying, if you have to tell people that you're a lady... Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably you're, not. You're, exactly. You're not, you're not Sam. You know, <laughs> Sam, I'm going to go right there because you're not. So no. <laughs> but you're a perfect gentleman. Well, so. thank you. But um, yeah, so I mean, it's kind of in a nutshell. So I went from garbage to etiquette. <laughs> Which um, sometimes, you know. You're dealing with garbage sometimes. I, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I, I kind of built it from there. It took, you know, quite a few years for people to get on board with mm-hmm. this. Like, what do you mean you're an educator? Like, what do you, like, you know, people still scratch their heads. I built it from there, and now I have a fabulous following with, um, you know, businesses and colleges. I'm at colleges across.
across the tri-state area. That's cool. And I love what I do because it's just, a lot of it is common sense. See, I don't like people to think that etiquette is so pretentious and so... <laughs> As I drink my coffee with my pinky up. Exactly, right? Well, you know, a lot of people hear the word etiquette and they automatically sit up straight and mm-hmm. their elbows and they get all nervous and they, they feel maybe that I'm judging them or looking at them couldn't be farther from the truth. (laughs) I am the first one to drip the pasta sauce down my shirt, you know, all of that. So again, it's not about that. If anybody takes anything away from this etiquette podcast that we're talking about today, it's all about respect. Mm -hmm. Etiquette is respect for self and others. So if you and I are sitting here and I respect you and you respect me, you have good etiquette. No. See, I have manners. See, that's right. And so you don't need this. So I'm leaving now. Okay, okay, perfect. That's not what she said. Oh, damn it. (laughs) He was listening. He was, which is good manners too, to listen to the other person. Exactly. So obviously in the world of weddings, there's a lot of things that have sort of changed over the years. Traditions have changed. Yes. Etiquette has changed. Yes. So I'm just going to let you go. Just, just. You're letting me loose on the Letting you loose because I know in all the things that I see, and I'm sure Sam does too, but I I sort of want it from your viewpoint. Like what is like one of the first things that you see that people do wrong? Okay. Well. Or do right. Okay. Well, I I am, I'm going to tell you, and it comes in, in interpretation. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, what you, I mean, there's not an absolute solid list that says, oh, by the way, this is absolute, you can't do this. Yes. All right. So let's talk about um, the actual um, who pays for what situation, because I think this is something that people don't know. And this can vary. So, you know, again, it goes. So traditionally, and that's what I preface this with, traditionally. Exactly. Because, you know, there's couples out there that are paying for everything, Mm -hmm. which is fabulous. God bless if you could do it go, go. Yep. you know what I mean if you have that but there's some that can't so they're trying to figure out who can do this that or what have you so all right traditionally the bride's family will okay and I list uh they will pay for the engagement party maybe there's not an engagement party mm-hmm. it's okay you don't have to that, have that, one. exactly it's not like you have to have it okay so that's why I want people to know that this is not you know um the wedding ceremony so that includes the venue the decor and the music now this is traditionally again so nobody's calling into your podcast <laughs> with angry fists in the air um again the bride's family the food the bride's attire wedding planner Woo-hoo. if that's exactly <laughs> right um flowers stationery such as thank you notes and printed invitations and things favors photography videography transportation cake and day after brunch now so it is a fallacy then when you hear people say that the bride's family pays for the wedding right because it's not everything Everything. because then the groom's family comes in with some things too Mm -hmm. now again uh, well i'll just keep putting out there traditionally you can mix it up all you want let's say the family comes to you the groom's family and says you know i want to pay for the flowers or you know whatever Absolutely. And I have that sometimes where I'll have a couple who will say, like, we're paying for everything, but mom promised to pick up flowers because it's really important to her. To her. Right. And my grandmother promised to do the dress because for her, that was the, you know. Exactly. So, again, traditionally, for those who don't have a clue and think, oh, my goodness, what do I do? So, now, let's go on to the groom's family, okay? The groom's family usually does the rehearsal dinner, and this last one is going to yeah. blow your mind, the honeymoon. 
No now, kidding. she's looking at me with this look of like, really? Now, again, we're going back to traditions mm-hmm. from years and years mm-hmm. and years ago. Again, traditionally, doesn't have to be. Um, I was fortunate enough that my father paid for the honeymoon nice. and, you know, the rehearsal dinner. I mean, we kind of did it. But again, when I got married, it was 19. <laughs> um, and, uh, Thank you for so that edit, Sam. <laughs> she's from my era. <laughs> I am old. Oh, I am sure that she would have some etiquette rules to tell oh. you about. Oh, all yes. sorts of things about Sam. But Isn't that's okay. that, I know. See, I'm with, I'm with you young people, so I'm the I'm the grandma here. So um, my walker's over in the corner. Don't trip on it. Um, okay, so now we'll let's get into the groom. What should the groom be doing traditionally? The marriage license, the officiant, the bride's ring. So her well, obviously the engagement ring if he bought it or she bought it for the other person, whatever. Um, but the rings, um, the groomsman's gifts. Mm-hmm. But see, now I did that when I got married because. Yep. You wanted it to match something? Uh, well, I wanted it to be right. Yeah, that's so it was like, <laughs> My wife did the same thing. She didn't Sorry. trust me with that. Exactly. Yeah. But again, traditionally, the groom's attire, the wedding day gift for the bride. So the groom kind of gets off pretty easy. I but agree. again, you know. But he's got a lifetime of exactly, being married. So. Exactly. Paying for the rest. <laughs> Sam is about to lose oh, it. I love that. <laughs> so the bride traditionally pays for the groom's ring, um, the bridesmaid's gifts, the hair and makeup for self, and bridesmaids. Now, with the caveat that if there's a specific hair style that you want, so let's say you are the bride, okay, and you are saying that I want everybody's hair in an updo with an updo with a bun and 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 baby's breath and yada yada yada. Then, if you are making specific Request. demands uh, and requests, you should pick up that tab. That makes, makes sense. sense. Okay, it, it makes sense, it but does. a lot of people are like, no, that like you agreed to be a bridesmaid. Now, you know, go out and buy, do and this and that, and I want everything. Again, that's not it. So that's a key that they should take away. Now, let me ask you, is it normal that most I, I see lots of brides, sometimes instead of giving a gift, like a big gift or anything, they'll say, look, I'm going to cover that cost for you as a gift to you because I want all of you to feel comfortable. I want you to be pampered with me on that day, and this is my gift to you. Gotcha. Now, And I've also had people who say, okay, but I want to have like lash extensions, which tend to cost more. So I'll see bridesmaids go like, oh, I'm just going to pay that extra out of my own pocket because I'm asking for something that isn't part of that standard Right, so it's it's an understanding then. Yes, they are your friends. So in theory, you should be able to have a communication with them and say like, this is what I can afford. This is not what I can afford. Exactly, exactly. And I think it's, again, it's a nicety. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But to go back and be a bridesmaid and say, well, I want, like you said, the eyelash extensions (laughs) and I want um, my nails done and this and that. But again, so that's that's one that we could go over again and again and again and it'll change 16 different times. Um, And then, of course, the bride, um, the wedding day gift for the groom. If they do that. Now, again, this is not a list of things for your listeners to be like, oh, I didn't think of that or I didn't do that or not. These are are things what you want, (laughs) what you want for your wedding. Everyone's wedding is different. So then we'll talk about the wedding party because this is where it gets a little um, crazy sometimes. They don't know. People uh, email me all the time or call, well, do I buy, what do I get and how do we (laughs) and do we and should I and what do I? So again, exactly. So the wedding party should pay for their attire. So uh, the bridesmaids um, dresses, their travel and accommodations, if there's such, you know, if they have to travel or if they want to stay overnight at the venue you know let's uh, say that's hotel. at a hotel, hotel. or something yeah. Yeah. they should expect to pick that up wedding gifts for the couple um parties like the shower bachelor party yep um those things they're going to collectively 
put together, you know, and, then, and come yep. up. And then the hair and makeup for self, if not offered. Correct. You know what I mean? So again, these are things that are on the list. This is like, I know a lot of times groomsmen, if they're doing like a specific type of bow tie or something like yes. that, once again, that falls on the groom or the, the bride-to-be, whoever it's going to be providing that because that's a very specific request yes. but you know bridesmaids are buying their own dresses yes groomsmen should be renting their own tux exactly unless you come to an agreement once again and you say right. look this is what i'm doing right. and if you are agreeing to be a bridesmaids or a groomsman or whatever this is stuff that you need to know beforehand because you're saying yes and you have to do these things, which means you have to go to these appointments for fittings or where there's a dress trial. You have to get their dress ordered at the right time. You're responsible for alterations to your dress. It is a lot of money. Yes. But, you know, at the same time, it, you're you could very easily when they come to you, have a very heart to heart and say, I want to be there for you. I support you. I love you. I'll be there that morning to get ready with you. But I just cannot give this type of commitment. Exactly. And if you say that in the beginning, yes. the odds are that you will not end up on wedding day with two people hating each other because they're not <laughs> understanding each other. And, yes. and you won't, may also be taken out of the wedding party mm -hmm. as well yes. because the bride and groom may be expecting you to do all these things and you're yes. saying, no, you can't. Right. And being upfront and honest is the best policy, yes. like you said, but at the most earliest time. Correct. Yes. Don't say yes. And again, I hate to go there, but money is the key to mm -hmm. being this because Money and time. You know, yes, you're expected to do these things. So knowing that, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, I was asked to be a bridesmaid, this, that. And then they realize, oh, my goodness, she picked out this $400 dress. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. right. You know, and well, that's now we're having a shower is, and I have to contribute to the shower. Yes, and, and the gift and the food exactly. and why is she not and I didn't. And, and then there's, it's, you know, this Saturday and then you're getting together the Saturday before to do something. <laughs> yes. And then you're getting together the Saturday before. That's where I'm busy. People, I'm busy. I got I, stuff I got to do. Exactly. No. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's that's the thing that people really forget about. And that's the thing. You know, it's an honor. And they, and this, too, remember, it's an honor to be asked. Mm -hmm. So if I ask you to be in my wedding and I ask you in my, you know, future husband asks you to be in it, again, think about these things. And then in your mind, you need to remember, it is an honor. I was asked to be, whether the answer is yes or no or whatever. But, again, it's an honor. It shouldn't be a burden. Exactly. And, and one of the things, too, is if you and your friends are sitting around and you're saying, like, like, oh, I think it's coming up. Like, I think they're going to propose. That's also a really great non-stressful way to say, like, I can't wait to be there for your day. But I also know that, like, in the upcoming year, I'm going to be traveling a lot due to business. It's a great way to leave these little subtle hints and say, yes. like, I would love to, but I know that I'm, like, moving out of state and I'm doing these things. Like, I can't wait to celebrate with you. And it's just a great way to have that And that probably explains why I haven't been asked to be in too many wedding parties because all my friends know that yeah. I work Friday, Saturdays, <laughs> and right? Sundays. Yes. So that's probably why I haven't been asked because they've, they've already thought ahead of time mm -hmm. and said, well, he's probably not going to be able to do this, this, and this. When my exactly. siblings got married, I was like, please tell me in advance because... If you want my children and, and myself to be there, thankfully one of my brothers got married in January, so he was very smart, and the other one picked April. Both of them picked off seasons for me, which I thought was very considerate yeah. of them. But it, 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 but it was, though. Yes, And it was. these are things that you have to think about, you know, when you're doing that. And, and, you know, again, it is your day. And when I say your, as in bride and groom, not or bride just and bride the bride. And groom and groom. Or bride and bride and groom and groom. It's your day, and it should be your day. But, again, 
there has to be consideration put forth for the people that are around you, that are helping you, that are mm-hmm. in your wedding and like that. It's not about that whole, and I hate to use this word because I hate this word, bridezilla or groomzilla. Yes. You know, it's yeah. not. And you know those shows that they used to have? Now oh, I'm dating yeah. myself they, where they have. No, they oh, still the have salons. Do they, they get oh, worse. Yeah. Do they, oh, well, I got to find them then no, no, because no. I, <laughs> love, I used to love watching those. Mm-hmm. Sam is like, oh. Oh, no, because they were just, like, I couldn't But I think some believe. of it was done for show, and now it's oh. done even more for show. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure. Well, like the reality shows. But, I mean, yeah. I used to sit there and go, what? Re- no. Uh, uh, I think some of them are. taking notes. I was. So if anybody who's taking notes, make sure you stay with us, because we'll be right back. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Engage CT offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. We plan real weddings for real couples. Located in West Hartford, serving all New England. Look us up on Facebook and Instagram under EngageCT and www.engageCT.com. Meadowbrook Estate is the hidden gem of Connecticut. Located in Marlboro, Connecticut, we offer a one-of-a-kind wedding experience. With lodging for up to 30 guests, choose from our indoor or outdoor gated wedding package. This luxury venue is versatile and still fits within your style and budget. Visit us at MeadowbrookEstateCT.com. Patterson Family Chocolates, your online chocolate store. PattersonFamilyChocolates.com or 860-215-1349. Our secret family chocolate recipe of dark and milk chocolates are crafted to the Epicurean quality of your European style handmade gourmet truffles. Check out our new caramel carousel. 100% caramels of sea salt and regular assorted dark milk and white truffles. Patterson Family Chocolates provides a personal touch for your personal and business gifts, customizing packaging for your family and business. Patterson Family Chocolates. Call us today, 860-215-1349 or online at pattersonfamilychocolates.com. Hello, I'm Karen Thomas, your Connecticut etiquette expert, and you can find me at W www.ctetiquette.com and I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast every single Wednesday. And you know what? It's free on Apple iTunes and Google Podcast. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths, as seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. wwwatmosphere hyphen productions.com that's www.atmosphere-productions.com julie allen bridles is celebrating 50 years in business located at 154 south main street in newtown you can check out our selection of over 300 bridal gowns as well as our great selection of moms and bridesmaids make your appointment online at julieallenbridles.com hello i'm kayla knight the host of get grim a weekly podcast for the miniature folklorist or teller of tales in your life. Each week, I adventure to adapt several tales around a central theme and share them with my audience, along with my own commentary and background on each story. New episodes are released every Saturday, and I can be found on Apple iTunes or on your favorite podcast app. There are 24 hours in a day. One third of the day is spent in bed. Now, Why not be in the most comfortable you can get? Layla mattresses are more than just a foam mattress. They are copper-infused and flippable. That's right, flippable. If you like a harder mattress, use one side. If you like a softer mattress, flip it over and voila. And the great thing about Layla is getting to try it out for 120 nights. That's right, 
for months. And if you decide that you don't like the mattress, Layla will pick up the cost of shipping it back and give you a full refund. Layla also offers bamboo sheets, weighted blankets, and memory foam pillows. And if you act soon, you can take advantage of their spring sale. $150 off a mattress and two free pillows. That's a $300 value. Plus, they are offering $30 to $50 off accessories. If you would like to take advantage of this great deal, simply follow the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you and to help support the show. Layla Sleep, thoughtfully designed for the most cool, clean, comfortable sleep imaginable. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. DJ Sam and Kia. And we're here with Karen. And Karen, what is your social media? You have Facebook, uh, website, etc.? I do, I do. Um, my website is www.ctetiquette.com. That's www.ctetiquette.com. Say, say it one more time. Yeah. Repetition, repetition, com. But what my, mostly where um, I do a lot of, I do have a Facebook and all that, just Karen Thomas, but Instagram's my big thing. So it's Instagram is ctetiquette. And uh, there you'll find all kinds of crazy things on there, all about etiquette and a couple pictures of my dogs. Oh. <laughs> That's like, I think, an Instagram like must. And you've been on... News 8 here in Connecticut. You've yes. been on CT Live, as yes. I am. You've been on Mass yes. Appeal. Yes. You've been on all these different types of shows. Yes. So you, you really do know what you're talking about. You're not just reading a book and telling people to do it this way. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's been seven-year run with Mass Appeal up in Massachusetts, but I am on monthly on all of these TV stations in Connecticut. Um, and then we talk about different topics. But again, it's just things for people to know. Make sure that people know that etiquette is for everybody and respecting it's also That's reminding all. people things that maybe we've forgotten so exactly. now we're going to dive back into it yes, we were we talking are. about things uh, that you're supposed to pay for, pay for yes. and as like i said my brothers got married and my children were both in them who's responsible for all of the stuff that the kids have to have yes now with that parents of the flower girl ring bear the children's attire that's all on you as the parent, the parent. i do remember that so you know their little dress their flower basket or you know the the pillow or anything now most of the time the bride and groom will purchase these things and have them for your child if they're in but don't be surprised if they don't also children grow and sometimes if you don't have children you don't you hold up a tux and you're like yeah this will fit exactly and it, yep. and it looks good exactly yeah and it's three inches too high my sister's son has a tuxedo he's three and oh. he is the oh my goodness God I want a little face but <laughs> any rate he would not put on the shoes you know the shiny little Those shoes. shoes are not comfortable oh. no so he wore his flip flops oh my god you had to see this child stand there he awesome. was all business from head down to the ankles and then there were the flip flops <laughs> and let me tell you oh it was the, but it was the sweet he could get but away it, with it, that if you can get away with that till <laughs> I would say maybe right. till you're like five yes and that's like an etiquette thing children have different rules exactly yes yes so. okay so then. That's sort of the cost in a traditional way broken down. Yes, absolutely. What are some things that people should never do? Because <laughs> I love this part. I lo- oh, I do too. That's why we get along so well. Okay, never, and these are suggestions, but again, uh, as far as etiquette goes, and you should look these all up. Very strong suggestions. Very, very. No cash bar. I agree. Thank you. I Second, love it. Third. And again, yeah. and <laughs> to past, uh, mm-hmm. it's unanimous. But again, never a cash bar. And, and I like to explain because here's the thing. Here is the premise behind it. If you cannot afford to, okay, put on the party 
the proper way, then do one of two things. A, cut down the number of attendees. Because that'll save you money. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> or or then trim the party to something that's that's more conducive to you. So let's say, and again, I'm not promoting drinking, but let's say you want to do a cash bar. You're like, you know what? My guests can pay for it. Instead of doing that, have maybe one signature cocktail that's free, like maybe you've come up with, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. and offer beer and wine as part of what you're offering. And then if anything else, the hard liquor or, yes. you know, other drinks, they can pay for for the cash bar. And I had somebody say to me, well, I think that's ridiculous. It's a personal preference. Yes, the exception, there's always exceptions to the rule, which would be religious, right. um, you know, right. uh, restrictions and things mm-hmm. like right. that. But again, if you're going to have the party, you should have, make sure that you have enough things and proper stuff, like don't ask people to bring food or this and that. Here don't bring you your go. own cup. Yes. You know? <laughs> exactly. No. Well, like one of the things that people always seem to think about is like, oh, you know, I, I don't want to pay, you know, $30, $40 a head for food or more and then pay another $30, $40 a head for, for the bar. Except that, you know, you would not go to a restaurant and order food and then say, like, I can't have water, I can't have any, like, it's, it's just an obscene way to sort of think about it. And you really can just have wine and beer. Exactly. You can even just have wine. I've been at a wedding where yes. they did that because they were paired with all of the things. And honestly, anybody who does drink, they'll drink what's available. Exactly. And if you do arrive at a bar and there's not something that you would originally like to drink, just, you know, be cool with it and just appreciate the fact that it's there. Exactly. There's other options. So mm-hmm. again, it's soda, you know, water, right. whatever. I mean, there's always something else. And again, it doesn't have to be. But again, do not go and say, well, you know what? Because that really, quite frankly, is just a bit tacky. I agree. And the cash bar is not actually free. Well, no. From the guest perspectives, they think, oh, it, it, it uh, not a cash bar. I an mean, open a, a, open an open bar. bar. Yes. They think it's free. We're going to go there and we're going to drink and get sloshed. But you're actually paying, the bride and groom or the couple are actually paying for that yes. per person. And most guests don't, I don't think, realize that. The average that. cocktail that a guest drinks three drinks in that first hour. Mm-hmm. And that covers even the people who don't drink a lot because there'll be people who drink the, more. Right. So exactly. it's always about three drinks per, yes. per person. And then that does seem to go, you know, down, hopefully, as the night goes on. I've also had people who do a consumption bar. They set aside a certain amount of money, Mm -hmm. and they know that this is what it's going to do, and the bartenders are paying attention. And then maybe in that last hour, it does Ah. change to a cash bar. But that's, that's a little bit more, in my opinion, a little bit more acceptable. Yes. Just because you've, you've. You've had all this stuff. The party's almost over. Right. You're headed to the next thing if you're going to an after party where, once again, as the guest, you should be paying for your own drinks if you do end up at a bar. Yes. Not the bride and groom because right. they just paid for everything. Because That's the, exactly. right. the last five and a half hours recovered, <laughs> you do it's not. on you. Now get yes. your wallet. Exactly. And But I like that because, again, too, that also goes oh, to a safety issue. Mm-hmm. So the last hour is, you know, cash bar. So mm-hmm. if you have to have that last, you know, scotch, you know what I mean? You're paying for it but then it gives them a chance to and again not sober up but just kind of you know have some water and and slow it down so i love that and i never even heard of that so that's fabulous and one of the things is though if you are planning on doing it it's probably a good idea to put that up onto your website that says hey that we're going to be having you know an open bar for the majority of the event but yes you can even say that due to the venues rules due to insurance due to whatever it's going to have to switch over in our last hour. Exactly. And I like that. So that's a new and one. And please do not ask the DJ to make that last call because we hate it. 
Because yeah. when we make that last call and it's an hour before the end of the party, guess where everybody goes? Everyone's running from the dance floor to get to six drinks in their hand. Yes. <laughs> also, don't get back on the dance floor with those six drinks. Oh, That's yes. an, an etiquette no-no. The glass. amount of people who sit there and drink with a glass on a dance floor and then it breaks. And then we have to spread everybody out. No. Exactly. And you know what, ladies? And I know this one's going to come across as pretentious, but I'm just going to say, don't, ladies, don't. if you have beer, because I drink beer, Okay. Put it in a glass. <laughs> Don't be marching around with that big old, you know, beer bottle in your hand and posing for the pictures and everything. With it ruins the. <laughs> I've seen that too. It ruins the entire aesthetic. So let's. Especially be, if you're in a very fancy like hotel ballroom. Exactly. Maybe you got, if you're on a farm, you can get away with it. Yes, but if you're in, you know, a little more fancier uh, venue. Yes. Okay. There's a chandelier. Yeah, uh, put the beer oh, bottle our, down. Our, or, in at Mount Pleasant has chandeliers yeah. too. That doesn't work. Okay, okay, sorry. But you know what I'm saying. And yes. again, just think about it. I mean, do you really want, you know, there's the picture, you're all on the dance floor and there's everybody with, you know, the guys, okay. But I mean, the, the lady, you're in this beautiful dress right. and then you're there with a Bud Light in your hand. Yes. So <laughs> nothing it. says lady like, like a woman with a Budweiser Bud bottle. <laughs> Budweiser maybe. going to be our sponsor or maybe not. Yeah. Exactly. We're calling them next. So, yeah. So now, one of the other things as a wedding party or as a, you know, whatever type of couple you are, what are some other things that they should really be thinking about? Like, obviously, honoring their parents mm -hmm. or what else? Or grandparents? Are there things like this that are etiquette-wise that get missed? Again, going back to the entire premise of starting, remember everybody in your world that is going to be a part of this mm -hmm. so in other words the if it is the grandparents or somebody who's passed or things of that nature um you want to make sure that you are remembering all of those things not just you 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 or not just your side of the family the other side is a big yes. one yes. and that's where sometimes maybe um religious um things come up but just be open about it and you know be open to hearing different suggestions yes. that's one of the things that I tell a lot of uh, the brides sometimes is just just be open mm -hmm. because and then they'll come back to me and say but it's my day I've been waiting since I was four and I've and, been planning you know, with a binder since it, I was three yes yes <laughs> Monica from friends <laughs> yes um, so, but again um you know you have to really think about the people around you yes and it just makes it pleasant for everybody and there's two True. families coming to Together, and there's yes. nothing worse than starting off your your married life with already conflict literally over sometimes the I will say the it the stupidest thing. things. Yes. Now, with that being said, this is a little bit of etiquette for the mother-in-laws mm -hmm. or father-in-laws or other family members that are yes. not yours. Okay, remember. It's not your wedding. Correct. Okay. Now, regardless of the fact that let's say that I'm getting married, you're my mom, and you decided you're paying for it, that doesn't give you the right to say Thank to you. me, <laughs> okay, now you have to have this dress and this, this, and you get to make all the rules. Now, I know that some parents feel that, well, I'm paying whatever, so then they get angry, and then they say, all right, so you pay for it then. You shouldn't be that way. Nope. Again, these are just etiquette, traditions, and suggestions, but again, just because you're paying for something doesn't mean you get to make that decision. It should be the bride and groom and the groom and groom or the bride and bride or whatever. If your parents are paying, they do get the right to maybe, I always say, give your parents like four freebies, four people they can invite that you don't get to question Yes, because they are paying for it. And mm -hmm. it's nice if they want to invite their neighbor who's invited them to all of their children's yes. weddings, they have to, and yes. they don't have to explain it. Now you don't have to give them the right to invite, you know, 20 guests. Right. How many people do you, uh, as the uh, other uh, parent, how many guests can you add to that list? 
Well, I think that's something that needs to be discussed, and that's a personal thing. Yep. So when you sit down and let's say we're going to have 100 people at the wedding, okay. okay, and I, my husband, my future husband and I have uh, 52 people that we're definitely inviting, so that leaves how many left. So the other 48, now you've kind of got to look at it and say, well, I know my mother is going to invite, um, you know, 15. Neighbor fairy. <laughs> okay, but, but yeah. then again, you've got to think about now, are the parents divorced? So now does the mm-hmm. husband's stepfather have you know right. and so now when you get into all of this with families it can get you know out there so again you all need to sit down and have a calm conversation it. exactly maybe and you do a what? shot of tequila beforehand exactly or too <laughs> and and you know what but again have a plan go in with a plan right. not just carte blanche thing you know my mother's paying for it so therefore nope. she's having 32 guests and you can only have four because you know again sit down and keep things civil and the one thing too as a couple is you should sit down and have that conversation with each other before you enter into the beehive of parents oh, and all the things yes. yes you should be sitting down and and saying like, okay, we have these 10 super close friends. We've been, you know, we vacation together. We do these things. These are our must. And then I want to go out. Obviously, we have to invite our siblings. And we have to do, you know, do we bring kids? Do we not bring kids? Yes. Do we, you need to make those rules for yourself before you enter into sitting down with parents. Because then you can say, mom, I'm so sorry. But. The, and in and, and presenting it. And this is the key. Presenting it in the right light so going in a nice to, tone of voice exactly not going to my mother saying okay you can only have 20 mm-hmm. people and that's it yeah and you know what dad you can only have four because mom's paying for it and you guys are divorced and she's not having you invite your sister again yeah, that would be wrong you can't do i mean it's happened of course but it's again, happened that's why we it. say you shouldn't do exactly it. <laughs> the shouldn't so the yes. shouldn't yes <laughs> no so we really just appreciate all of this information so once again how do people find you you can find me on uh, social media Instagram um, at CT Etiquette. Um, one of my others on Twitter is at Civility Says. And then just my website, www.ctetiquette.com. Awesome. Any more additional tips, Sam? No. Well, I mean, she went through all Karen of Karen is just fantastic. What a fantastic guest uh, that we have. Uh, it's just great to have somebody that's so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to all the listeners, please go to my website, all the W's.atmosphere productions.com, and you'll see eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before booking them. It's a special free report. Learn to shop like a pro from a pro. And remember, you can download us for free off of iTunes and Google Play, and we'll be back here next week. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. Podcast Network.